I sure know a lot about TV and movies and music too. So join them for the special show. They want to talk about those things too. It's the Fangirly Show. Hi, and welcome to the Fangirly Show, where smart girls go stupid for pop culture. I'm Whitney. And I'm Ellen. And today we are talking all about Halloween. But first, let's have some fangirl talk. Ellen. Okay. What's yes. the queen about, girl? So, I'm really tired of talking about uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. on this show, but that is the main thing that... Are you? Because it seems like that's all you talk about I know, and I'm really sorry. I just, I have to recognize about myself <laughs> that I get really fixated on one thing, usually a TV show, and so I get really fixated on that one thing, and then that's all that I do with my time is, like, get as much things about that show that I can but anyway so I watched S.H.I.E.L.D. this week I have a lot of feelings about the episode from this week that I don't want to get into because I will just rant and rave but it was definitely I mean I in case you can't tell we like to watch uh, TV on this podcast and um for me I get very invested in TV watching you know and uh, this viewing of this episode, it was a bit like a, a physical sport, a physical activity. My roommate said that she's never seen me uh, more physically active, and um, which is saying something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is which is kind of more pathetic than anything. But um, <laughs> and my all I know is that it was kind of like an out of body experience. I don't remember a whole lot about it, but I just remember at one point. <laughs> lifting my dog over my head and like screaming bloody murder he was terrified of me and you're a psychopath and thought that he did something wrong but um and like he wouldn't approach me for another hour uh and then like when I laid down to go to sleep that night I was just like released all of this pent-up energy that I had been accusing for um like two hours that I was watching that show and then re-watching it and then thinking about it. Um, anyway, so, see, watching TV can be good for your health and also really um, stressful and agonizing if you're me. So that's that's something that I, I'm not happy squeeing about, but uh, definitely screaming about um, was watching that show. The other thing that I did this week is there's a book that's out that I know a lot of people have read. It's called The Art of Tidying um, by Marie Kondo, I think is her name. And it's basically all about organizing your life and cleaning your life. And I did that this weekend, this past weekend, um, with all of my clothes. Mm, yeah. Sexy. <laughs> with all of my clothes. And I, it kind of made me realize that I have hoarder tendencies, um, which I blame on my dad. But basically what you're supposed to do is touch everything you own and, like, ask if it brings you joy. And if it doesn't, then you throw it away and tell that thing that it has served its purpose with you and throw it away. So I have, currently I have a giant pile of clothes on my floor, um... Things that, things were, bringing that were bringing you joy. joy, and uh, it was really it was really hard for me because I attach I attach a lot of sentimentality to specific items, and um, you know, like I have things that I was like, oh, but I wore this the entire time I was 
doing my study abroad and oh but I wore this I've been I've had this since high school <laughs> uh, which probably means that it should definitely be thrown away but um yeah so that's pretty much been my week and now I have this giant mass of things on my floor that my dog is terrified of so my dog is easily terrified in case you're not noticing but but yeah so that was my week <laughs> how about you wit <laughs> hey so this week uh, last week you re- you recommended the show Gogglebox to me. Yes. And you, you even went so far as to send me a link, which I thought was so thoughtful. So I tried to open it up on my computer, and like immediately the website tried to give my computer a venereal disease. <laughs> so so <laughs> I haven't been able to watch Gogglebox. Oh, I promise sorry. you I will keep trying. <laughs> This is these are the lengths though that I go to watch the show is I risk giving my computer the clap every time, you know, I I watch this show because I love it so much. I understand. I feel like we've all been there. Um my computer I'll, I'll, I'll try and find I'll try and find a more savory link for you. Okay. <laughs> if you can. Yeah. I would appreciate it. My computer would probably appreciate it too. <laughs> like having Tell your computer help. to calm down and get some pop-up blockers. <laughs> uh, the prophylactics of the internet. Uh, so, so the other thing that's been making me happy this week is I went to see Crimson Peak in theaters on Tuesday, and it was great. I really liked it. Um, yeah. I know it's got kind of mixed reviews. But I really enjoyed it. Um, I love Guillermo del Toro movies. He made a movie called The Devil's Backbone like years ago. And that's probably one of my all-time favorite horror movies. And The Orphanage is really good. So I think this one is just another really good horror movie that he's been able to throw together. He does show you Tom Hiddleston's butt, which is much to his credit. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that guy has the night. Anyway, I'm not... (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. I'm not going to, like, wax philosophical about his butt for too long. No, please do. I could. But, yeah, it's a great butt. And Jessica Chastain is amazing in this movie. She is the scariest I've ever seen her. Which, I mean, is probably not a high bar. But she is super creepy in this movie. So, yeah, I recommend it. Go see it if you're so inclined. I do want to see it. Just haven't gotten around to it yet. I like it because it's got, like, a little bit of romance. But then it's got a lot of ghosts. So, Ooh, it's, got a, it's got a little sum for everybody. <laughs> Anything else you want to... That's really all that I have going on in my life is S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, and that's cool. Re- and watching a lot of Gogglebox still and tidying up my life. That's all I've got going on. Hey, I like it. Sounds good to me. <laughs> so, should we like... Do you want to get down to business? Let's get down to business. Get down to business. <laughs> to defeat uns. <laughs> Did they send me daughters? Anyway, we could probably go on. <laughs> and we shouldn't. <laughs> another day, another podcast. Uh, so, Ellen, let's talk yes. about Halloween. Let's do it. I just want to say for the record that Halloween is my Christmas. I love Halloween. So, so I've just been kind of freaking out all week. I made the world's coolest jack-o'-lantern last night. I saw pictures of that. It was really cool. I know. I mean, yeah, thank you. (laughs) So, So Ellen, let's talk about Halloween stuff. Okay, let's do it. Tell me, what is a staple of your Halloween playlist? 
I know you've probably got one. So I was trying to think of what I could say for this, and um, I actually don't have a lot of things that like immediately spring to mind. I'm sure there's kind of more spooky songs that I wouldn't necessarily be like, oh, that's definitely a Halloween song, but like kind of a more somber, creepy song that might be good but sure all that i could think of was um like thriller which is kind of an obvious one um shush um and then like the two songs that they sing in hocus pocus so i put a spell on you and uh the come little children hunting which i thought was i thought that song was so beautiful when i was a kid i was weird um and i thought sarah Sarah Parker Parker. was so beautiful (laughs) Um, and then the other one that I thought of choices, by the way. Yes. And then the other one that I thought of, which, um, is probably not really a Halloween song, but could be classified as such is, um, Werewolf Bar Mitzvah, Bar Mitzvah from, uh, 30 Rock. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Ellen, I was going to say the same thing. Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. Spooky, spooky, scary. Boys becoming men. Men 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 becoming becoming wolves. So it's like a 15 second song, but uh, I will just sing that all day um, for Halloween because I love that so much. And that's all that I came up with for songs. All week. (laughs) It's a good one. Uh, Ellen, I think I can safely say that I've never loved you more. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. So for me, uh, listen, I put a lot of work in my Halloween playlists. Maybe too much. I'm sorry that I disappointed you. No, it's fine. Um, So for me, it's all about Tiny Tim. You know, the creepy guy with the... (laughs) Yes, you're so (laughs) weird with Tiny Tim. Okay, yeah. No, I'm not. I just think he's got it all right. Like, that guy knows what he's doing. (laughs) He's got a ukulele. He's got a falsetto. He's got a Weird Al haircut. Like, he is firing on all cylinders creepy as heck well yeah that's why he's just perfect for this time of year so (laughs) so he's my go-to halloween guy also i do love the hocus pocus song so i'm right with you there i Mm -hmm. also like i'm all about like bat for lashes just anything that's spooky okay yeah so i'm really digging on halloween music next up ellen you're like world renowned for your pop culture themed Halloween costumes. I think I think you know, <laughs> I know this because I'm, I don't know if I'm world renowned, but um, usually my Halloween costumes are somewhat pop culture themed. Yes, generally, yeah. So tell me, like, what's your yes. favorite? You've got several to pick from. Uh, yeah, so I've had um, strangers on the street multiple times come up to me and tell me I look like Velma from Scooby Doo. So I will be doing that this oh. year, and I've done that a few years before. So that's my that's one of my go tos because I do bear a striking resemblance to Velma, um, but like and, a sexy Velma. You're like a uh, sure you're like Velma <laughs> stepping it up. Yeah, that's what. Whenever some so this is this has no joke happened to me at least like three times. And I believe it. Whenever people t- whenever people tell me this, I'm like. Thank you. I don't know how I'm supposed to respond to that. Now I just say, like, once it became, like, the third time, I was like, oh, yeah, I get that a lot, actually. Um, But, so that's one that I like. Um, I've done Iron Man before, where I made a costume out of cardboard and tinfoil that I colored red (laughs) with Sharpie. Uh, Wow. And I had, like, those little push lights, you know, the, the lights that you push and they turn on? If Wait, they're push sense. lights they're and, and you, you push it, right? Shush. I just want to um, make sure I've got it. So I had those on my hands, <laughs> and that that was like his 
blasters. So that was pretty cool. And then um, the one that I did last year was um, I did a French kiss. So I painted my face like kiss and then I wore a beret and like a striped shirt with a little red scarf. Um, so that was probably one of more, my more clever costumes. I remember that one. That was a good one. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think that that's kind of, yeah, I mean, I've dressed up a lot of times. My brother and I, I mean, like my mom and my mom was dressing my brother and I in couples costumes since we were little kids, which is kind of weird if you think about it. Um, but I was Maid Marian and Robin Hood with my brother. We were Mickey Mouse and Mm -hmm. Minnie Mouse with my brother. (laughs) Um, oh, and then I did a couple's costume last year with my, uh, my roommate and we were Wayne and Garth and I was Wayne and it was, it was excellent. I did see those pictures and I was so jealous, but also very (laughs) proud. So you and I would make a great Wayne and Garth. Wouldn't we though? Oh, let's save that for, for later years. Yes, it's true. Okay. What about you? Oh, for me. So I have this proclivity. My mom knows all about it, but I, <laughs> I'm i not super proud of it. For, like, four years in a row, I was Christy Swanson as Buffy in the original Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> movies. Oh, deep cut. I like it. I know. And I, I'm not saying, like, I did this when I was, like, seven. No, I did this, like, two years ago. <laughs> it was, like, a Why have I stretch. never seen pictures of this? Because I'm not proud, Ellen, and I don't like to... Anyway... I want yeah. to see it. They're, they're dope costumes. I've <laughs> got my little wooden stake and my my 90s mall rat clothes. And it's just, oh, man. Nice. It's probably my favorite costume of all time. It's very empowering, too. Prove it. I, like I want to see pictures. All right. Done. Okay. <laughs> Moving along. Ellen. Yes. What was the first horror movie that ever really scared you? So... I'm sure there was thing. Was it? I wasn't sure if we were supposed to stick exclusively to horror movies. Um, but the first thing that I thought of was when I was a kid, when I was about five years old. Um, my mom was pregnant with my youngest brother, and we watched because my mom is such a good parent. Um, we watched Alien <laughs> when I was five, and um, sure. the scene when the alien pops out of John Hurt. Um, and like comes through his stomach and it's like, ah! or high school um, health classes, I like to call it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I thought that that was how babies were born and I was, is it terrified. <laughs> I was terrified of my baby brother in my mom's belly because I was like, no, mommy, I don't want you to have the baby. I don't want you to have the baby. And so she was sad because, you know, she would see all these cute tender moments of, you know, the siblings going up and listening to the mom's stomach and things like that. And I just wouldn't go anywhere near that thing. I was like, no, that baby is going to come popping out of you, probably kill you and be a little alien child. Um, which wasn't far from the truth, um, as it turns out. But right, <laughs> we've all met Ryan, so <laughs> it was Dylan actually. Um, oh, sorry, Dylan's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so that's like the first movie that I remember just like traumatizing me. Um, but then the other movie that, like, the first horror movie that I remember watching um, with my with my mom was a movie called The Changeling. I think that you've seen it, right, Wit? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's a, it's a ghost movie, essentially, from, like, the 1970s or something with George, with George C. Scott. George Scott! Oh. It's, yeah, it's not the Angelina Jolie version that no. later came out called just Changeling. This is called The Changeling. Um, and basically, it's this writer who's, or he's, like, a composer, and his wife and daughter had passed away, and so he goes and kind of secludes himself in this big mansion that ends up being haunted by this little... Um, like handicapped child, Joseph, and uh, so <laughs> that's what the ghost says all the time, <laughs> and <laughs> it's, it's terrifying. Um, but that's kind of I, and I think that that movie kind of set the precedent for the kind of scary movies that I like. I really like the kind of more spooky than the like gory. Yeah, that movie's real understated, but really, really good. Yeah, I highly recommend it. It is a really good movie and um, good and creepy and not one that a lot of people have seen. So that's my recommendation and the first movie that I remember scaring the bejesus out of me. That's nuts that you would say that because I was also thinking about that movie because the first time I ever saw The Changeling was at your house and it wrecked (laughs) me, Ellen. (laughs) (laughs) Well, probably I think because my brothers would like... You know, we were all trying to freak each other out by just whispering about, like, the like the ghost does. Oh, yeah, no lie. That didn't that's, help. Like, pop- <laughs> that's a popular thing to do in my family is to whisper, like, the ghost child in the chain. Oh, we do that, too. Oh, it's like, it's almost like we're in the, in the same family. Weird. Oh, oh that's weird. <laughs> Coincidence. <laughs> You'd think we're related or something. So, the changeling is not my pick, though. It's a good one, but it's not my pick. Okay. So... Here's another movie that I was exposed to at your house. <laughs> and it, In case you're not picking up on the trend, my my family does this to children. So they traumatize children. Yeah, and it destroyed my 2002, Ellen. <laughs> it was not okay. But oh, no. at your house, yeah. I watched The Ring for the first time. <laughs> and it's important to keep yeah. in mind that I was I, like 10, right? Such a tender age. Yeah. And... It probably wouldn't have been so bad, but I was a latchkey kid, and so I would come home from school and just be by myself for hours and hours and just, like, sit there and think about all the terrible things that could happen to me and, like, what my mom might do to me and how I should probably never stand by a well because you can't trust your parents and, like, all these terrible things. And, of course, I had a brother that took full advantage of this opportunity. And so (laughs) what he would do is he would, like, take pieces of paper and, like, scribble circles on them and just, like, sprinkle them around the house. So I would be, I would be, like, crawling into bed. (laughs) And I would find, like, a piece of paper with a circle on it, you know, under my covers or something. Yeah, that was a miserable year for me. So, Ellen, any more to add about your first scary movie? Your very first. Um, no, I mean, I, like I said, I'm sure that there's ones that scared me and that probably came earlier. The thing, uh, the other thing was too, that, um, the movies that scared me the first time I watched them, my brothers would love them so much that they would just watch them over and over again. So Mm -hmm. then they just became less scary to me. Um, I think of like Jurassic Park and Jaws, (laughs) which are just movies that... my my youngest brother especially would just have on rotate on when we were kids um so those are those are the only ones that i could really think of i mean i also think about like x files i know my mom watched it pretty religiously oh, yeah. i know that 
So X-Files. Yeah. Like, on top of all the spooky stuff that you're just kind of exposed to as a kid, I think, as a parent, like, try to show your kids, like, good, like, maybe classic horror movies so they're not, like, inundated with, like, all the torture porn garbage that's out there right now. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So, you have a eye view into my parenting philosophy. Yeah, and it's a good gateway to make them, like, not wusses when it comes to really scary movies. So, like, if you show them, like, Hitchhock mm-hmm. at a tender age, you know, or something like that. <laughs> that was... So, X-Files is a good... Okay, so X-Files did scare the crap out of me when I was a kid. And then the other thing that I remember my mom watching all the time that would give me nightmares and it would terrify me was um, Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, no. <laughs> she would watch that all the time, and just, like, even the host would just give me chills. Like, I would have nightmares about the host, who wasn't even doing anything bad, but he had that really kind of, like, sinister, scary voice. And oh. um, Yeah, so X-Files and Unsolved Mysteries definitely were, like, some of the first things I remember that just scared me to no end, but... Man, your mom has a lot to answer for. She does. I mean, and that's just the tip of the iceberg, but... Isn't it? Man. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. I don't want to open up any wounds. <laughs> I was going to say, my mom's going to probably have words with me after this. Okay. Ellen, if you had to get iced by one horror villain, who would it be and why? <laughs> okay. So, I was running through the list trying to think of the horror villains and kind of like oh geez i wouldn't want to be killed by that person because they just like soft limbs or like you know well yeah and you kind of want like the quickest death possible but you want it to be dramatic too like you don't want to have like a like an anticlimactic death well so my (laughs) the the way that i ended up going is i picked chucky oh my (laughs) god Because he is terrifying. Like, that, he scares me. Um, And uh, I picked him. And then at least maybe he'll have some, like, kind of quippy lines that, like, as I'm dying, I could be like, oh, that was a good one, Chucky. (laughs) Good burn. (laughs) That's your whole reason. Yeah, that's kind of a way to go, you know? Like, kind of go out laughing or just be like, oh, he got me. And then, like, he gets me (laughs) by murdering me. Um, so that's, that's what I landed on. I love it. And I, how about you? For me, (laughs) I was thinking about this and I kept coming back to the Cinnabites from Hellraiser. Oh my gosh. Listen, I love puzzles. Uh, Uh from a young age, I've been really intrigued with a guy with nails all over his face. (laughs) I, uh, I feel like they can give me what I'm looking for. Also, that's, that's a horrible that, movie, and I feel like my acting yeah. wouldn't be out of place in it, so. Because <laughs> it's too good, or because, like, it's too bad? Oh, well, Ellen, I mean, <laughs> there's a reason about, like, a famous actress right now. <laughs> so, anything else? Uh, no, like, like I said, I just couldn't think of, like, everybody else, it was just kind of like, oh, I don't want to be murdered by that person, like, I don't want to be murdered by the Saw guy, or even, you know, somebody who's gonna, you know, I even thought about, like, maybe Norman Bates or something, um, but here's the thing, like, Psycho gave me serious fear of showers, like, I, oh my gosh, being in the shower is when I am the most kind of, like, on edge that someone's gonna come in and murder me. So I didn't want anybody in to murder me in the shower, so I 
because he was kind of my second choice because I feel like it would be kind of quick, you know, and then yeah. chocolate syrup would just come out of me as opposed to blood. Oh, black and white blood is probably the <laughs> yeah. way to go if you're squeamish. The other one I was thinking about was maybe Damien from The Omen. I did think about that one, too. Yeah, I think, you know, aside from the fact that he's just generally kind of a cute kid, uh, he, <laughs> he offs people with style. There's a, like the scene in the beginning of the movie where his governess is like standing on the ledge and she's like, I'm doing this for you, Damien. Well, and then that way you can be like, wow, I'm really impressed with this kid's know-how, how how to murder people and um, go out that way. Yeah. Well, if you're going to get axed, it might as well be by the spawn of Satan. So. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. Go big or go home. Exactly. Okay. So moving on. Ellen. Probably one of my favorite parts of Halloween are the TV Halloween specials. So yes. go ahead and tell me, what are your favorite Halloween specials? Um, so all I could think about, well, mainly because this is chiefly what I watch, is um, episodes from comedy series. And, like, I just was thinking about the shows that I think do Halloween episodes really well. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, things that were coming to mind... I think The Office did really good Halloween episodes. Um, I think Bob's Burgers has been doing really funny <laughs> Halloween the one episodes. This year is hilarious. Yeah, um, Community would do good ones, and Simpsons always with the Treehouse of Horror. Those are really funny, um, and then Happy Endings and. Uh, Hi, Met Your Mother have done really good ones, and then one of my favorite Halloween episodes that I thought of. Um, is Freaks and Geeks, which is a really good show, but I really like their Halloween episode. Um, it's That's kind of got classic. like this, yeah. And it's kind of got this interesting thing that happens between the brother and the sister, where she ends up um, going egging with her friends and kind of getting talked into going egging with these cool kids that she's starting to hang out with, and then it ends up that she eggs her little brother and his dorky friends. And it's really kind of sad, but also kind of a sweet episode and kind of interesting. The other thing that I thought of that's kind of a Halloween special in my mind and just kind of a Halloween-ish series in general um, is Mystery Science Theater, where they riff on bad movies, and a lot of them are really bad horror movies. (laughs) Um, So... I think that's always, I mean, I will always recommend that movie, that show, um, but I just thought that that could be kind of a fun thing to watch on Halloween, because it's not really scary, but they do horror movies sometimes, and they're awful, but their jokes about the shows are funny. Um, I feel like it's interesting to note that as we're going through these questions, like, you're picking all the same things I am, (laughs) so I'm having to, like, rework my answers as we go. I'm which sorry. Is, which is fine. No, you're keeping me on my toes. So I was thinking about this as well. I also like the half-hour comedy Halloween specials. I always think they're funny and, you know, I like that they have, like, a spooky It's edge. fun to see, like, what costumes they come up with and things like I that. I know. they come up with the funny costumes, you know, so. Like, speaking of freaks and geeks, if you ever need a boost, like, if you're having a rough day, go watch that episode and watch the scene where Bill is wearing his bionic woman costume and just kind of hanging out in it. It is hilarious. Probably one of the funniest scenes of that whole show. My other picks would have to be the Halloween tree. Have you ever, it was, like, made in 1993. Do you remember it at all? 
sounds vaguely familiar. It's like based on a Ray Bradbury book, I guess, which I didn't know at the time when my mom rented it from Radio Shack. But I have always loved it. Leonard Nimoy does the voice of kind of the villain, and it's just like a cute kids Halloween movie. Uh, my other one was the Goosebumps, uh, the Goosebumps special, The Haunted uh, Mask from 1995. Yeah. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Where the girl We, we used to have that on VHS. I think we did too, actually, now that I think about it. And I could only watch it once because it was that traumatizing. But um, that was probably one of my favorites. And then I would have to say that my all-time favorite Halloween special is Hush from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, yeah. And I know you're not a huge huge Buffy fan, but that is a great episode. It is really good. Oh, that's a good one. Have you seen that one? Uh, Yeah, I've seen most of Buffy. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen most of Buffy. Yeah, the other thing when you were talking about Goosebumps was my brothers and I loved Are You Afraid of the Dark? That's another thing that would scare the (gasps) crap out of me when I was a kid. (laughs) That was a great show. With the Midnight Society? It's actually, I've gone back and watched some of it, and it's not a great show, but when I was, when, you know, no, when yes, we're kids. Ellen, shut up. <laughs> when you're a kid, it's, it's good and scary. I still think there's this episode where there's, like, a monster that lives in the community pool or something like that, and I <laughs> still think about that episode all the time. I, I adored that show too. And I remember like my brother, Eric and I, we would like build a fort and close all the curtains and watch, are you afraid of the dark in the basement? And like, we made a whole production out of it. And I used to be so jealous because all these like cool older kids would be huddled around their non-regulation campfire and like throw <laughs> things into the fire and tell stories. And I was like, geez, that's you guys when we would cooler. As when we were older, my brother would always take cinnamon and throw it on the fire. And, <laughs> and I'm like, we were in Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh my gosh. That is the coolest thing I've ever heard. All right. So we're almost done with our discussion of our favorite Halloween TV and movies. Um, lastly, do you have any Halloween recommendations for somebody maybe trying to step up their Halloween game this year? Um, so the things that I was thinking about were a lot of the shows that I already mentioned that I think have fun Halloween things that you can watch. Because I don't, I like I said, I'm not really always a horror movie. I was definitely not like you, Whitney. Whitney's way more into horror movies than I am. Um, I tend to kind of like the more fun kind of spooky things. And There's no um, shame in that. Yeah. I had a friend who, when she came over to my house one Halloween, she's like, I don't like scary movies, but what's something we can watch? And we watched Young Frankenstein, so that's kind of like the kind of thing I like to watch on Halloween. Um, something that I just watched this past weekend because it was on Netflix and I hadn't seen it in years and years and years, uh, was the Adams Family movie. <laughs> and Wait, Adams Family movie or Adams Family Values? I watched Adams Family, the first one, and I oh. haven't watched Values yet. Um, I want to watch Values now that I've watched, because I really haven't seen those movies since I was probably seven years old or younger. Um, oh, I don't doubt and, it. And it's really funny. I <laughs> I was highly entertained by Adam's Family, and it's on Netflix, <laughs> so um, you should go watch it. It's a fun kind of Halloween-ish movie. What, Wednesday and Pugsley are definitely my favorite, and it was bringing back memories of 
um, my brother and I watching Adam's Family and then playing uh, Wednesday and Pugsley, like, in the backyard and just being creepy together. Not that that is <laughs> totally out of character for us to begin with. <laughs> Those movies really are super funny. Yeah, it was it was I really good. I, I highly enjoyed it. So... Those are some of... Oh, the other thing that I thought of, which is kind of like a lesser-known scary movie that came out somewhat recently, um, and it scared me to no end. Um, I watched it in college with my roommates, and we would, like, creep each other out by pretending to be the people in this movie, is uh, the movie called Strangers. The Strangers. Oh, my gosh. Is Tamara home? <laughs> Stop! Don't don't do it because I'm home alone right now and it but still Ellen, freaks me out. Is Stop, home? Whitney. <laughs> it is a terror. Like if you, especially if you live by yourself or anything, to watch that movie is terrifying. Terrifying. Um, it's it is the scariest movie I've seen in a long time, and uh, so that's kind of like a lesser known horror movie that I was able to think of but I'm so glad you said that because we actually watched that movie a couple weeks ago and we've been quoting it ever since and it is a great movie Scott Speedman is so sexy and so underrated (laughs) I can't get enough of Scott Speedman um anyway are those all your recommendations yeah that's like all I could kind of think of those are good ones buddy good job thanks thanks you knocked it out of the park (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so for mine, I tried to kind of um, keep it to things that, like, you can find on Netflix. So if you're bored on Halloween night, you can just kind of, like, pull up Netflix and watch one of these movies. But for me, I picked um, The Others with Nicole Kidman. That's a good one. That's another one that's good and, like, that's spooky a really good one. to, like, scary. Yeah. Yeah. It's also good if you haven't seen it before. Like, if you, if you know what's coming, it kind of loses some of its effect. But yeah. it's pretty great. The other one, and I just discovered it this summer, but I, I kind of watched it on a whim, but it's a movie called Housebound. Have you seen it on Netflix at all? I haven't. They don't it recommend is... a lot of horror to me because I don't watch oh. a lot of horror. But... Point taken. Anyway, so <laughs> um, it's it's about this woman, and she is kind of um, a bit of a wild child, and she gets put under house arrest at her mom's house. <laughs> I won't too much just because it, it would be really easy to spoil this movie but it is equal parts terrifying and hilarious and I and I love it so so much it's probably one of my new favorite horror movies who's in it is there anybody is there anybody in it no it's like all it's a it's a I guess it's was made in New Zealand oh. so it doesn't star anyone that we would know but it's really good I highly recommend it the other one I picked was The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh. And I couldn't decide if this was a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie. Yeah, it's so weird that it's almost Christmas. Like, not almost Christmas, but, like, that it will be coming sooner than we think. I know. I'm excited, because, uh, duh, that means I get to see you. Whatever. Yeah. Cousin party. <laughs> so that's kind of one of my fun ones, Nightmare Before Christmas. It's a classic. And then in keeping with the Tim Burton theme, I really love the movie Corpse Bride. So, if you haven't seen it... Do yourself a whammy of a favor and just go watch it because it's it's pretty cute. Now to uh, to wrap up this episode, we are gonna play a game of Halloween themed Would You Rather. Are you ready for this, Ellen? I don't know. I never know what to expect <laughs> when you prefer things like this. Listen, I tend to not like Would You Rather because they're usually 
so gross. Yeah. So this time I kind of tried to tame it down a little bit and make it family friendly, so don't worry. Are you ready? I'm ready. Hit me. Okay, here we go. Question one. Would you rather go on a ran- romantic two-week getaway with Uncle Fester from the Adams Family or <laughs> Beetlejuice? Keep in mind that oh. this vacation was expensive and your companion would probably have expectations. Oh my goodness. Okay. I know. So really um, what this comes down to is who do you want to boff? I think I'm going to go with Uncle Fester because... What? He has less, like, decaying body parts. You know, he's just kind of got, like, dark set eyes um, and a bald head and, you know, a, 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 like, clunky body. Um, but also, he's he's a bit of a romantic, so... Whereas Beetlejuice doesn't, you know, exhibit any of those tendencies. <laughs> what you're telling me is that you're into romantics with clunky bodies. Yeah, basically. I mean, that should okay. that, you should have known that already, but yeah. I do. <laughs> That's what I took away from this. Yeah. All right. For me, it would probably be Beetlejuice. Oh. I mean, I get it. I feel like he's... he's yeah. Of the two, he's probably the most experienced, you know. <laughs> That's just the impression that I get. I could say a really dirty joke, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Why don't you? Please? Please? For me? No, I'm afraid to now. <laughs> My mom's listening. <laughs> Not that my mom doesn't know I say dirty My mom's listening too. I don't care. (laughs) I'm just thinking of... (laughs) Ellen, that was foul. I know! I'm sorry. (laughs) Can I use that? That might be my new favorite joke. (laughs) No. (laughs) Yes! Okay. Hey, Julie, if you're listening. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. I have a really dirty mind. Um, (laughs) Okay. Move on, please. Quickly. No, seriously. I love it. (laughs) Okay. All right. Second (laughs) question. I'm embarrassed. Move on. Okay. Second question. Would you rather be best friends with Sydney Prescott from the Scream movies, understanding that all of Sydney's best friends usually die gruesome deaths? <laughs> or would you rather spend one hour in the same room with Chanel from Fox's Scream Queens? Oh. I know. Um, you, how long with Chanel from Scream, Scream Queens? A full hour, buddy. Okay, I can do that. Anything could happen. Yeah. What? She's I'll a do- psychopath. Yeah, she's a psychopath, but, like, I'll just be on, you know, I know she's a psychopath, so I'll be on alert, <laughs> and if she, like, bitches at me, I'll just, you know, give it back to her, so. Okay. Just don't go in near any deep fryers. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. I would just kind of, you know, stand in the middle of sure. the room and... <laughs> totally. Also, what is a deep fryer doing in that house? I don't know. None of those girls are eating fried food, so... That's what I was thinking, too. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Question three. What would you Would you do? rather fall asleep wearing... Oh, oh, what would I do? Okay, um, I love Sydney Prescott. I'm with her to the end. Her best <laughs> even if I get, like... Oh, yeah, even if I get decapitated by, like, a garage door. I don't mind. I'd do <laughs> what it a way Sid. to go. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm so loyal. Um, all right, question three. 
Would you rather fall asleep wearing a Freddy Krueger mask only to wake up the next morning and find that you can't get it off because it's become your real face? <laughs> or would you rather... <laughs> Would you rather get set up on a blind date with Norman Bates where he cooks you a meal at his home and wants to introduce you to his mom? Oh. I know. Um, I think the date, right? Because I don't want to have Freddy Krueger's face for the rest of my life. I can put up with one date with Norman Bates. Can we assume in these situations that I can, like, be armed or something like that? No. Like, am I entering this, <laughs> am I entering this situation knowing that his mother is a skeleton that he keeps in the attic kind of situation? No. How would you be how would you be privy to that information ahead of time? Because he's Norman Bates and I've seen that movie. Yeah, but this is like with the with the expectation that you like haven't seen that movie. <laughs> well, You're in lame. the story, Ellen. I know. <laughs> so <laughs> That's why um, I wrote it. <laughs> okay, I think I'm sticking with my answer though, because there's no stipulation in the situation that you set up that he, like, then murders me. I just am well, in a listen, weird situation. Well, listen, Ellen. <laughs> I'm just in a weird situation where a guy is introducing me to a skeleton with a wig on. All right. That's what you're into. Okay. <laughs> I didn't say that's what I'm into. I said that that's what I would do when given with these two options. Ellen, I don't want fine. Freddy Krueger face. What would you pick? I'm not, I'm not here to judge you. Calm down. What would you pick? What would I pick? I would almost certainly go with the Freddy Krueger face. <laughs> Why would you? But you have that. Okay, so in this in these situations, you have that for the rest of your life? Yes. Why would you want Freddy Krueger face for the rest of your life? Okay, listen. If you meet a guy and he falls in love with you with a Freddy Krueger face. <laughs> that's love. Like, girlfriend, that's the real thing. <laughs> I'm having a hard enough time you know, getting a boyfriend with this face that I currently have. I don't want to, like, make it worse with the Freddy Krueger face. I don't understand that. You're a, a friggin' fox. Oh, thank um, you. Anytime. Yeah, I just, I feel like if you can make it work when one of you has a Freddy Krueger face, then you can make it through anything. That's so, true. That's love. That's where I'm coming from, right? That is love. All right, question three. Would you rather turn into a werewolf only moments before you're about to walk down the aisle at your fairy tale wedding to the Chris of your choice, <laughs> or, or would you, would you like to spend your honeymoon at the Overlook Hotel from The Shining? Oh gosh, um, you said turn into a werewolf right before my fantasy wedding. Yeah, so you're like you're all done up. You're you're like you're dressed and you're quaffed and you're like ready to go, and then all of a sudden you wolf out. Okay, here's my question. If in this scenario, um, am I guaranteed to make it out of the Overlook Hotel alive? No. There are no guarantees, Ellen. Oh, gosh. I know. Okay. Well, then I'm going to go with werewolf because in this scenario, I become a werewolf, which, like, isn't that bad. And I get to marry a Chris of my dreams. So, you know. Well, in both in both scenarios, you're married to a Chris. Like, that's oh, not the okay. issue. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, I think I'll still go with the werewolf. Werewolf? All right. Mitzvah. Um, spooky, scary. Boys becoming men. Men. Men becoming wolves. Yeah, I think I, I'll stick with that because that's, uh, you know, I think it's kind of cool to be a werewolf. I know that it always looks bad. Like, they always make it seem like it's a bad thing in movies, but, I mean, there's worse things to become, I guess. Right, and you're going to have, like, the world's most interesting wedding album. Yeah, and it's only, like, a once-a-month thing, right? Yeah, so it's totally. Kinda, 
like that you turn into a werewolf, isn't it like at full moons only? Yeah. So it's just kind of like a period, you know, but you turn into a werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so for me, uh, I'm trying not to be like contrary, but I would definitely stay at the Overlook. <laughs> Why? I don't want to because stay. I. I mean, like, is Jack Torrance at the hotel when I'm there? No, it's just me and and my Chris. Oh well, then why didn't you say that? Like, <laughs> no, but I mean, it's gonna drive Chris crazy. That's the point. Like, he's gonna oh, go berserk and he's gonna okay. try and kill you. Jeez, okay, yeah, Ellen. then I would definitely pick the werewolf thing. <laughs> I don't want a Chris to go bad. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to expose your beloved Chris to, no. to all those... By the way, who who would you pick in this situation? Which Chris are you married to oh, when for you're me? going to... Um, I'm all about Chris Evans. Okay, so you know I'm all about Chris Pratt, and I always will be and forever, but I've been having a lot of weird dreams lately where I'm married to Chris Evans, and he is so good to me that... Um, and, like, this is, like, a reoccurring dream where I'm married to Chris Evans. And so now it's kind of like I see Chris Evans and I'm just like, Chris, you're just so good to me. Like, I I love you always and forever. So I'm torn a little bit now, but I'll still pick Chris Pratt. Okay, that's great and all, but you really need to step off Chris Evans. Really. <laughs> I'm sorry. Seriously. Back off. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I would definitely go with the spending my honeymoon with Chris Evans at the Overlook Hotel because it would present us with the perfect opportunity to say the line, Whitney, honey, love of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Which you have to have that, you know, at some point in your marriage. Yeah. That's where I'm at. All right, Ellen, that brings us to the end of another episode. Oh my goodness. We did it. Time flies. All right. (laughs) Done it though. So, thanks for sticking with us as we giggle through our Halloween episode. Uh, If you have any answers to our Would You Rather questions, or you just want to weigh in on some of our topics, you can comment at fangirly.com, or email us at fangirlyfangirls at gmail.com. Alright, bye! Bye! It's the Fangirly Show. Hi, Fangirly Show listeners. Um, There's just a little note on this episode. So there's a joke that I was way too embarrassed to include in the actual podcast because, as I said, my mom does listen to this. Um, But if you would like to know what the joke is, then come on over to fangirly.com or comment on iTunes and we will let you know what the joke is by replying. So thanks for listening.